0: Good morning, everyone. How do you say that you face something calmly? How do you say that you do not get stressed by petty or menial issues? How do you tell a person that you're the type of person who doesn't get pissed off easily? And if there's a last minute change, it's not going to be a problem. That's what we're going to learn In this podcast, we're going to talk about how you can take things in your stride, how you remain level-headed, how something might be water off a duck's back when it comes to you. We're going to talk about how you can go with the flow or you can roll with the punches and you're able to put up with it and you don't let things fester. All of that English is coming your way in the next 20 minutes. So sit back, relax, grab a pen, grab a coffee, grab some paper, grab a beer, grab a water, grab whatever it is you need, you want. And get ready to learn some random, awesome English about how to face something calmly. How to describe your reaction when you don't let something piss you off. Let's go. So to start off, folks, my wise, wise sister always says you are only able to control how you react to something. You're only able to control your reaction to something, whatever it may be. That is the only thing that you are 100% in control of your reaction. When you lose control of your reaction, you're letting your emotions get the better of you. You're letting your emotions control you and that's not good. So my sister always says you can only control your reaction. You can only control how you react to things. Now, there's times when you might overreact to something. There's times when you might underreact to something. And there are times when obviously the best situation is you have the perfect reaction to something. For example... If someone takes my coffee, I'm probably going to overreact and smash their head into the table. That's definitely an overreaction. I get it, but I love my coffee. Sometimes, we don't let something piss us off at the time. But later we get home and we scream into a pillow. Later we get home and as soon as a door closes, that's when we let our emotions out. You know, we kind of bottle up our reaction And then we unleash it when we get home. Sometimes in a similar situation where you don't let something get to you at the time, but you get home and you get angry with another person, that means that you're taking your anger out on a person. To take your anger out on a person. So overall, I guess we could start with level-headed. You know, you want to remain... Level headed. You don't want to not be level headed. And if you can remain level headed when everyone is getting angry, that's a very positive thing to do. I am level headed. He is level headed. Level headed is a great adjective for a person in control, for a person who sees both sides of the argument, for a person who does not get emotionally involved or react emotionally. Level headed headed another one is to take something in your stride to take it in your stride so whenever my wife and i go for a walk she can't keep up whenever we go for a walk together she has to take like three steps for every one step i take it's good for me it's terrible for her like there are times when i look and i can see her more or less running mainly because i have rather big strides I have giant strides. A stride is the distance you can walk in one step. A stride is usually a long and decisive step. This means it's like a step with purpose. And whenever my wife and I are out for a walk, I have to consciously not take the big strides that I normally take when I'm walking by myself, but I slow it down. Because she has tiny strides and I have giant strides. Super useful if I need to get somewhere fast or if I'm walking through an airport. I can make up a lot of ground very quickly in my strides. But when we take something in our stride, you deal with something in a very calm way. You don't let something bother you. There were a load of problems at work, but I took them all in my stride. I figured them out. I arrived to work and I had to put out 3 fires before even replying to a simple email. Thankfully, I was able to remain level-headed and I took it all in my stride. Yes, I'm quite the versatile worker and I can take things in my stride. I'm working with Maria and I really like it. She takes everything in her stride. She doesn't get she doesn't get fussed or stressed. My friend Barb works in the service industry She can take whatever people say in her stride You need to if you work in the service industry You're going to meet a lot of dickheads The service industry are like servers, waiters, waitresses, restaurants, bars, all that sort of work I was going to take what he said in my stride But then I said fuck it and gave out to him Felt good Lost my job but felt good and that example folks just there like sometimes there are things you should not take in your stride like you know you everyone has their own moral compass and you draw a line and you draw a line on things that you can take in your stride and things that you cannot take in your stride you know maybe you hear some coworkers talking about something inappropriate doesn't bother you. That's okay. Take it in your stride. Move on. But then you hear some other co-workers say something different. Something that you can't just take in your stride. And you have to say something. Now, In all those examples, I spoke about different people. And I spoke about how I like working with Maria. Uh, she takes everything in her stride. She doesn't get fussed or stressed. Depends on what field you're in. You may need to take things in your stride. It just depends. So, in this case here with Maria... Let's imagine Maria's at work and something bad happens, but Maria doesn't get bothered by it. She doesn't get fussed. She doesn't get concerned. She doesn't get upset by it. That means she's taking it in her stride. If you work in an office, maybe they decide to cut the office. Maybe decide to cut some benefits in the office. Maybe they decide to do X, Y, or Z. Something that makes your life a little more difficult. Or maybe you're working on a project and then the client decides to change the project halfway through. Well, you can either get pissed off or you can take it in your stride. I've, I have a lot of friends that work with clients and there are times when the project could be 80% finished on like websites. And then the client will come along and ask for something else and ask for this and ask for that. And it turns out it's completely different to the original plan. But my friends can take it in their stride, not a problem, as long as the client pays. That's another factor, you know, the client has to pay for those changes. So to take something in your stride, you don't get pissed off, you don't get bothered, you don't get flustered, you don't get fussed, you don't get stressed about something. You're able to deal with something in a calm way, as if you were just walking and you stumble, but you keep walking. It doesn't slow you down. My name is Ronan, and I, I like to think I can take a lot of things in my stride. I like to think I don't let too many things piss me off or get to me in a work context. So I guess that's a huge part. Professional life and regular life, very different. Now, I mentioned level-headed and how, you know, people need to remain Level-headed. And there were, for example, there were a few issues at work today, but I remained level-headed and I got them done. I arrived to work and everyone was panicking, but I remained level-headed and went home. I'm not dealing with that shit today. So remain level-headed. When you remain level-headed, you don't panic. It's very similar to remain calm. You're in a crisis, the worst thing you can do is panic. You must remain calm, you must remain level-headed. If you're gonna panic, you should take breaths. If you're gonna panic, remove yourself from this situation. Take a break, go for a walk. Now, you can imagine you're at work and one colleague keeps bothering you, or you're a teacher and one of your students keeps bothering you, not real. Or you're a parent and your kids keep bothering you. You need to remain level-headed. You know when a colleague comes up to you and is about to ask a question and you can like feel your teeth grinding, your toes curling, you're ready to snap at them and tell them to shut the fuck up? You dream of picking something up and smashing it over their head? But you don't do that. Because that's illegal and you'll go to jail. Because you remain level-headed. Do you have any tricks for remaining level-headed? Like, how do you remain calm in a crisis situation, in a panic situation? How do you remain level-headed in a situation that's not going your way? For me, it's easy. Weed. Copious amounts of weed. No, I'm only joking. It's not just weed. Weed does help, but for different reasons. But honestly, my way of remaining level-headed is thinking of the bigger picture thinking about how in one hour this is not going to be a big problem or in a couple of days this won't be a big problem or if needs be in one year's time no one's going to care about this that's what makes me remain level-headed last minute changes no problem not the end of the world as long as i'm alive that's what matters most now there are times when you might let something get to you and if you let something get to you, you get bothered by something. If you don't let something get to you, you don't get bothered by something. Very simple. I didn't let the problem get to me. I stayed calm and got it finished. Hey, don't let the latest setback get to you. It's not as bad as you think. You shouldn't let menial issues get to you so much. Menial M-E-N-I-A-L. Beautiful adjective. And it means not important. Menial issues. Menial squabbles. Menial arguments. Menial thoughts. My name is Ronan, and I try not to let stupid things get to me. Don't let what they say get to you. They don't know what they're on about. So, when something gets to you, it bothers you. Think about it right now. Well, what are some things that get to you? One thing that gets to me, which I've probably mentioned sometimes, is the noise of some cars or motorbikes in Kelowna, British Columbia, where I live. Now it's not too bad right now in the in the fall, coming into winter. However, in summer it's a huge problem because, you know, it's beautiful weather, sun's out, it's hot, dry roads, perfect driving conditions, and you get a bu- excuse me, you get a bunch of people. Who ride their Harley Davidsons. Like these big ass motorbikes. Or other motorbikes. Not just Harleys I guess. And the noise they make is just ridiculous. Like absolutely ridiculous. It does get to me. Like there will be times when I'm chilling at my laptop. Doing a bit of work. Window open. Breeze coming in. And then suddenly you hear a thundering engine start. Or you hear a car drive down the road outside my house or a bike drive down the road by my house and they put the foot down. And when they do that, the engine revs and it just creates a ridiculous amount of noise. I, I, I can't even tell you how loud it is because it's it's just ridiculous. It's It gets to me every single time. It pisses me off. Even right now, talking about it, I'm getting a little bit angry thinking about it. I'm getting a little bit angry thinking about all those times those motorbikes have just revved it up past my house or the big trucks have just revved it up and the worst thing is like I live in a town I live like in the downtown area there's no need to have your motorbike that loud downtown it's kind of like that episode of South Park with all the bikers I don't know if you've seen it but Google South Park bikers and you'll probably find an example of what I'm talking about And yeah, it gets to me. It pisses me off. What can I do about it? Not much. There's a lot of other things that get to me. Or there's a lot of other things that used to get to me that I don't let get to me anymore. And that's an important one. Don't let someone get to you. That's the collocation. Let blah, blah, blah get to you. Don't let your brother get to you. He's only trying to rise you. There's a real example from my childhood. My brother or sister teasing me and then of course you know they want me to react, they want me not to be level headed, they want me not to take it in my stride and of course when I was a kid I didn't have much control of my temper and so I'd get really angry and chase them around the house, I'd let them get to me so my brother and sister would tease me and because I was young and immature I'd let them get to me of course it doesn't happen anymore, life is good now Did your siblings ever try to get to you? Did an older cousin ever do something to get to you? And so my mother would say, Ronan, don't let them get to you. Don't let it get to you. Could be another one. So to let something get to you is to allow something to make you angry. So, so far we've looked at level-headed. Take it in my stride. Get to me. Take your anger Out on a person is another one that we kind of touched on. And here's just a few other phrases that you can use to describe how something doesn't bother you too much. Obviously, number one, I'm level-headed. Number two, I take it in my stride. Number three, that doesn't bother me. Number four, that doesn't overly bother me. Overly. That doesn't bother me much. It's like water off a duck's back. Water off a duck's back. It doesn't bother you at all. I remain level-headed and calm when those around me are losing their shit. Yeah, yeah, look, I know it's frustrating, but I'm not letting it get to me. Look, I know it's frustrating. The client has changed their mind again. Just don't let it get to you. They're paying the bills. That's all that matters. Just remember that. They're paying the bills. You're getting paid to do the work, so just do it. Don't let it get to you. Oh, I'm quite good at controlling my emotions, but this client is pushing my buttons. I like to go with the flow. Oh, I can put up with it. I can put up with the client making last minute changes. doesn't bother me. The product just won't be as good. It doesn't irritate me too much. Just a little. And the last one we're going to look at in this podcast is to roll with the punches. I do like this one a lot. To roll with the punches. So imagine you're at work and bad things keep happening. And, you know, there's no real major end in sight. There's nothing you can do about it. You won't be able to change it. Or if your client is getting angry and your client keeps changing the project or something. Well, there are times when you're going to have to roll with the punches. Let's imagine a punch is something bad. And there's someone punching you right now. But instead of punching you directly to the face, you kind of move as it punches you. So it's not as strong of a hit. That is literally to roll with the punches. It's a boxing terminology. So maybe Google roll with the punches and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. But long story short. I'm at work and you know they decide to take away our free parking. Free parking, so they get rid of it for workers. There's a problem. I'm not gonna let it get to me too much. I'm at work and they decide to take away the free coffee. Okay, that's shit. No more free coffee, no more free parking. There's two punches. Still not gonna let it get to me. I'm rolling with the punches. I'm a teacher. And they decide to put 26, 27, 28 students in my class. There's literally nothing I can do. No one's going to listen to me if I complain. So I have two choices. Sit there. Get angry. Let it fester. Fester. That's something that we should absolutely talk about. So I sit there. I let it get angry. I let my bad feelings fester. You know, I'm I'm thinking about the free parking. I'm thinking about the free coffee. I'm thinking about the... uh, free are the class sizes and how there's so many students in my class whereas in the past there wasn't and I can either let it get to me I can either let it consume me or I can roll with it I can roll with the punches and when you roll with the punches you accept you can't change it you accept it is what it is when you roll with the punches they take away your free parking Oh okay not surprised They add 26 students into your class? Oh, okay, that's normal. Nothing I can do about it. You don't let it bother you. You accept that it's bad, but you also accept that you're not in the position to change it. And that's a pretty good explanation, I feel, for roll with the punches. And you know, there's times when you need to roll with the punches at work. There's times when you just have to be the person to take the punches. You know, there's times when you have to just put up with these last-minute changes. You have to put up with crazy requests. You have to put up with X, Y, or Z, things that that really don't make you happy. But you just have to accept it. You just have to roll with the punches. And so they're coming along with a big change. you're like, oh, that's okay. Now, I mentioned in there Fester. F-E-S-T-E-R. Fester is a great verb and I think it's one that we can all relate to, to fester. And if you don't say something, it might fester. Have you ever had a situation where someone has said something, and you go home, and then you're thinking about that situation for quite a while? And the more you think about it, the more angry you get. And it could be like a week later, and you think about it again. You're still thinking about it, and you get angry a week later. And then you lose a little bit of sleep over it because you're thinking about this problem or you're thinking about what someone said or you're thinking about how you reacted to something. That means the problem is festering. Festering. Hey, if I don't say something, this is going to fester and it's going to come out later in an uncontrolled way. Hey, can we talk about what you said last week? Because it's starting to fester and I really don't like that. So a couple of different ways you can use Fester. Overall, folks, this podcast, the main aim, has been like, how would you say that you face something? Like you're dealing with or you're experiencing something that's a problem. It could be annoying, but you're not too bothered about it. How do you do it? You need to remain level-headed. But how do you say it? Well, you can say, my name is Ronan, and oh, don't worry, I take things in my stride. You know, I don't let these issues bother me. I don't let these issues get to me. If the client wants to make a last-minute change, let them. Let them have at it. Go for it. It's water off a duck's back. It's not going to bother me. It's not going to bother me because I'm still getting paid. I won't let it get to me. Oh, I'm running that night. I can just go with the flow. You make a change, let me know, and we'll work it into it. No problem. Sometimes you have to roll with the punches. You know, sometimes that's not going to go your way. They take away your perks of a job. Roll with the punches. If you don't, you might take your anger out on a person. The problem might fester, for example. But most of all, if you can take things in your stride, you're going to do great. Anyways, folks, my name is Ronan. This is the Little Seal English Podcast. I hope you learned something. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more and check out my website, LittleSealEnglish.com. Cheers. Have a good one.